Oh yeah, it's date night with Jake and Paige, y'all, where you meet some of Charlotte's finest couples. So pull up your seat, grab a glass of wine. It's time to talk about things like laundry and taxes and the dentist and also making sweet cupcakes for your son's elementary class, which is kind of annoying because you don't really care about those other kids. So why are you doing it? We're going to find out with date night. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Paige and Jake's Takes, but this is like a weird post-recorded edition. This is the audio from an event that we did with Meredith, our friend Meredith, EmpowerCon. Meredith Dean. Yeah, and we wrapped it up at the end with a really riveting session on just how to do it as a couple. Oh, when you're wow. both working and you're How to bo- do it. That definitely. This is an adults only. That Page and Jake's was takes. completely unintentional. <laughs> but yes, it was. Uh, we were meant to draw hundreds, maybe even thousands of people, oh. and we drew as many, I think, as seven. Uh-huh. So we really just uh, we were we delivered in a big way. Well, we decided therefore to make it a podcast. Yeah, so we took the audio from this. It was a lot of fun. We brought the chairs down to the people. Yeah, we, we hung and, with and the, the microphone still to the people. And the audio is actually really good quality. So we were like, let's make it a podcast. So hopefully, you guys gain maybe one or two things out of this great on normal oh boy enjoy okay so here's here's the deal there is a there is a title to this last see i am derek fly tie jake <laughs> i love it actually that's a great way to kick this off because you know to get a little light with this intro mm. uh i worked with derek and i worked with fly tie and jacinda at the hornets no joke, no joke. We're, I'm in my meeting, um, and I was gonna. I do a game presentation with the Hornets, and my boss is like, uh, "So you're gonna be with Fly Tie tonight?" And I go, "Excuse me," and he goes, "Yeah, he, you know, he, they, everybody calls him Fly Tie." And I go, "What's his real name?" And they go, "Derek." And I go, "Cool, I'm gonna call him that," because I was like, "I refuse to call this person that I just met the first time ever like Fly Tie," but now I, I have to call him Fly Tie. He loves calling me Fly Tie. Hey, Fly, how are you doing? If you want, is it? If, just if fly. you want his attention, get really high voice, like just sitting and call him Derek. Oh, let's hear how it sounds. Derek! <laughs> Do it. That's only when he's in trouble. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So this is called Time Management and Fun Parenting for the CLT Power Couples right here. Mm. How what do we get time management and relate to everything <laughs> in our life? That's a, that's a, but it's You know he's really late. It's because, what did I say you in Mindful that's Meditation? That's why you planted that in the title so that... Derek Fly Tide would be listening in as well as teaching. For those guys. of you looking for actual content today, that will not be happening. We'll just make fun of Derek. You know, I did not know that was your name. Okay, we're going to introduce everybody on the panel. We're starting yep. over with Mr. Goodhair. Hi, Mr. Goodhair. Jake Failing. Love it. And. That is all. I don't no. work for movement. Did we cut you off? Do you want to? Yeah. Cut <laughs> Thank you. No, I know. It's Thank fine. You've got four hosts up here. Five I've, hosts. I've so. worked four years with them, and no one has ever wanted to hear from me. We Thank you. always we let, cut them amazing. off. It's normal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Now, just enough. Okay. Tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. Um, no, but I literally sat in in the panel at, uh, or I sat in the mindful meditation last session, and I opened my eyes from Jacinda, and I leaned over, and I looked. It was four forty, and I said, "Is is Fly here yet? Did yeah. you did you tell him to be?" She's like, "Oh, I told him." I to be lied. Here early. Yeah, I told him to be here at four. Great. Actually, so three thirty. Yeah. Whatever this title is, 
I would like to call it hashtag relationship goals, whether they see the struggles on social media, whether you know who these people are sitting in front of you. These are two of the top power couples in Charlotte that I look up to, that I look up to each of them individually. You were okay with that. But when I was... That's correct. Can I give y'all props without y'all cutting me off? Go ahead, finish. When I was looking for my special someone, I was trying to emulate you lovely people with your parenting and your children, and there she is right there. Hello. Look at that beautiful woman right there. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say, and Miss Meredith is going to moderate. When he said power couples, that was you guys' cue to applaud. Woo. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. That's enough. Please stop. Stop. All right, I'm going to echo Aaron. You guys definitely are Charlotte's power couples, without a doubt. You're very well known here, but we called it time management, too, because you managed to do so many different things in this city, but at the same time, you still have time for each other and for your families. So I'd like to go ahead and start with each person introducing themselves with also saying one word that describes your family and your mind. My family in my mind. In my mind? Describe my mind in one word? Describe your mind. Disaster. Uh, Jake Failing, uh, I work for Movement Mortgage. Shameless plug. Love it. Sort of my uniform. I was saying to somebody earlier, I'm like a cartoon character. It's jeans and a movement tee. Just figured I'd wear it today. But Vice President of Marketing for Movement, happy to be here. One word to describe our family is uh, chaotic. Is that our family word or is that his... And since you, he did family word, let's let you do your relationship. Couple word? Okay, okay. Couple word. Okay, so I'm Paige Failing. Um, I was Paige Crawford when we worked together. We have worked together at Fox before, and uh, I, I switched to start using my married name about two years into already working here, and everybody at work goes, oh, I think Paige got divorced. And I went, <laughs> no, kind of just the opposite, but whatever. We decided to make it official after 10 years, put it out in public. So I host um, Good, Good Day Charlotte on Fox 46, uh, which is one of the local morning shows, which we're, I guess, technically kind of competitors in some ways. So, yeah, oh. For sure, competitors, okay. Well, you could have been much more like, oh, okay. no, we're not. She goes, no, absolutely. Keep it real. We Wait. have to keep it real, right? We're, we're, we're not, not much we competition like is, is why. There, yeah. Uh, Jake and I also host a podcast called Date Night with Jake and Paige, which is why we're doing the ridiculous thing of speaking into microphones, although there are 20 of you, if that, uh, in the whole circle of group here. We're so powerful, all of us couples, that like no one came to listen to this panel. So you guys are getting the VIP. <laughs> Quality over quantity. Exactly. Oh, and my, uh, my word for a couple. Um, hmm. huh. Gosh, I'm bad at that. I don't know. What's one word for, uh, for us? Uh, yeah, tall. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. You, you, you can't steal that one. Us. Yeah. You can't steal that. I can't use that tall at all. <laughs> I thought you, you want to keep it real or no. <laughs> but keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> I love it. All right. My name is Derek Flatai Jacobs, as many of you already heard. Everybody calls me. Flata, a.k.a. Flatilva Shizzle, a.k.a. Flatizi Fashizi, the whole nine. Anyway, um, radio personality, morning show producer on V101.9. Also, the Sunday morning show with Flata and Jacinda Show. Uh, host for the Charlotte Hornets. Contributor on WCCB News. Um, a reality show with Oprah Winfrey. Hurry Let me finish. Up. Hold on. With Oprah Winfrey to have into old Charlotte. <laughs> also vice president of Stolen Lunches Ministry alongside Jacinda. Everything that I do is with Jacinda pretty much. Okay. That's it. And my word is balance. 
balance. No, let me switch it. Intentional. Intentional. Same thing. Regret and chaotic. <laughs> I want to do it over. <laughs> you guys cannot take back your words. I like it. I want yeah. to do it over. Okay. Intentional. Because we have to be with all that we do in our community and with work. We have to be intentional about making quality time because we don't have quantity with the ones we love the most. Boom. Did I just drop the mic? Did I just drop the mic? Did I just drop the mic in here? Okay. Watch yourself. <laughs> Almost clip the chair, Derek. <laughs> I saw it. He is obviously feeling himself right now, just so you guys can tell. Um, my name is Jacinda, and I don't need to go over my jobs because he already did. And we are co-hosts in everything that we do. So that's one thing. That is a cheat level as to our time management because... We just work together all day, every day, in every job that we have. But what I would say is um, my talent, what I love to do is media and ministry. I like when both of those mix. So I do love um, bringing in my television experience, but I do like when I have the microphone and we can talk about something purposeful and impactful. So that's what I do. Our one word would be my one word. I would say a lot. That's my word. A lot. I would say a lot because because here's why. We have a blended family. And for those of you who may not know what that is, my husband was married prior to me. And so he came in with a lot of kids. Okay? <laughs> not one, not two, not three, but four. Okay? We have four kids and we have three dogs. And you heard all the jobs that we have. And so it is a lot. Drop the mic. Good. That was pretty good. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. And, and so, he wants another dog, by the way, oh, and okay. another child. Wow. A lot. It's a lot. But at the same time, you manage to make it work all the time. And sometimes when people go to sessions, you might hear, oh, these are all these great things about our relationship. I would love to know, with your guys' healthy relationship, what are three really good tips to help maintain this balance, this healthy relationship? Actionable things that we can do maybe even in friendships. That is good. Okay. Yeah, we'd like to go last this time. <laughs> so, so that, that we, we can think of something Tommy better Topper. than chaotic and tall. <laughs> okay. Three healthy things that you can do. All right. Number one, date night. Date night. As busy as your schedules can be, be intentional again about putting it on the calendar. Our calendars blend. So I know where she's at at all times. I have a GPS on her. Like, I have a GPS seriously. on him. We have it so on yes, each other. We, yeah. Um, so y'all should night. do that. Do you guys not do that? Yes. Gotta have a GPS. You guys gotta know. I'm not so tech savvy, so. Girl, I'll show <laughs> you how. You just turn, you turn on the location sharing on your iPhone. That's it. Oh. But I do that. Oh. And it's only because he, he, <laughs> I do that because, because Dodge knows this, because my husband will say, I'm on the way. I'm down the street. He says it all the time. Like, babe, I'm down the street. I'm on the way. And I just go to my little location and I see that he has not even left yet. Still in the driveway. So that's why it's very helpful for us. Date night is very important when building um, you know two lives together. Number two, friendship. I want to like you. I want to like you even when I feel like there's moments that I don't love you. If I like you then we can work it out. Because you're not always going to be googly-eyed in love. 
But if we're friends, we can talk it out. And if you could talk it out, you can work it out. So communication is very important. I had a prayer that I wanted to marry my best friend. So everything about her, I really liked before I fell in love with her. So the love part was easy. I really wanted to like her. And go ahead. I three, know you want to say something. Per person or like as a unit? Oh, what? Three as a unit. I'll give you the, as a unit, I'll give you the last one. Go ahead. Well, I got two. I, I would oh, say. So the rule was three. Okay, go ahead. Two. So I have two. I would say our faith is extremely important to us. So that is number one. And, and the reason why that's so important to us is because we have a ministry together. And so we do about 20 Bible studies a month. And with that, it's us being in our Bible. It's us researching, learning, studying, preparing a word together. And so as we're doing that, we're always forward thinking and we're growing um, spiritually as individuals and also in our marriage and growing a community too. So it takes away the time of of just dumb petty stuff you know or talking about where are we going Friday night we're really trying to you know change the world in some way and, and make a positive impact so our faith is big and then what I will tell you is in one of our married couples bible studies we had pastors come in and teach us and they gave us homework at the end of the night so my next point would say if you want a healthy really strong relationship with a significant other homework is that you have to take hot showers together oh, all right Right. FYI, I hate hot showers. She tries to burn my skin. <laughs> oh my I love you. That's what I was going to say. I would ha- that, that would not accomplish anything because I would last a two seconds. Would just, I would be sweating. I feel and like you and I would be standing yes. here like, what are we are doing? Are we done? Can we get out? Are we- what is this? I'm it's cold. Hot. You're hot. <laughs> no, that I don't. But I like it hot. Cold. He likes it cold. I'm like, you're not clean. I'm trying to get clean. Maybe What's we should going switch on? shower partners because that's kind of, <laughs> I mean. Welcome. Welcome to, to the Swingers the panel. The Switcheroo. You guys all know why you're here, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that actually leads perfectly to what would I'm sure we would both probably have said would be our Ooh. first tip. Come on. Which cold is showers. Create, create cold showers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Which is create your own normal, whatever that means in whatever capacity, as a couple or as a person. I wake up at 2 a.m. in the morning for work every day. I have never, I mean, maybe I can literally count on two hands the number of mornings I have been there in the morning to A, see him, B, see our children or get them off to school. That's our normal. I pulled into the first day of school, and, and our security guard goes uh, at work this this uh, this past school year, and she goes, you're here? I thought you'd be off because it's the first day of school to see the kiddos off. And I go, I had uh, just a moment, like a twinge of, of mom guilt, and I just thought, my kids don't expect me to be there. They know that's uh, their normal is that dad does that in the morning. And it's a cool actual bond that they have. And I think it's great that, that they have that. That's our normal. One of my coworkers is married. It's each of their, it's her second, his third or fourth. I think they have separate houses and it works perfectly. And that's their normal. And he says to me all the time, because I said that to him early on, creature. And he goes, we say that to each other all the time because people go, oh, that's never going to work. Everyone says, don't do this. Don't go to bed angry. Do the da, da, da. He's like, no one would ever say, here's a good marriage tip. Y'all live totally separately. Yeah. They do. And they do. He goes, we have sleepovers <laughs> sometimes. And it works great for them. So just, you know, stuff that works for you. It, if it's working, let it work. And don't worry about whatever everybody else does. Yeah. And I think what's spun off of that for us is we're a big scoreboard couple. Um, and we say, my thing, your thing. So those are two things that we say all the time. And some people are like, ooh, scoreboard, that could get ugly. Um, but you better believe if I'm going on a fantasy football 
trip with my buddies to Boston, she's going to get one before the end of the year. And that may sound tic-tac, and it goes beyond just trips. It's like, hey, I got an afternoon to myself where I was looking for groceries or something, or, but just like, disappear. She's like, I just wander and like bump into walls. I don't care about it. That's all it is. At least. I'm like, whatever. No are responsibility. You st- are you still a Nordstrom rack looking at size 15 shoes? Like, yeah, I am. These are size 15. And the black Kohans are not, there, no, there's no more variety coming to this section, but I'm just going to stare at them and I'm really enjoying myself. Um, and then my thing, your thing, it, uh, the way that works for us is like you have to, there's no, what is it, hidden contracts? We sort of say you can't have a hidden contract. And so we say, like, don't just assume that the dishwasher is going to be done by page. We say, like, so the dishwasher is yours. Okay. So emptying book bags is yours. And so, and that may sound completely insane to you guys, but it's crystal clear what the responsibilities are, even when it's super late, even when practice runs until nine o'clock and, there will be flare We still fight about it, by the way. Yeah, like that doesn't mean, I mean, like the other night, we had two of the book bags done, right? And Cal got home from practice. Or not, we, are, we have two boys and a girl. They're 10, 9, and 6. And I had done two of the book bags, and I was like, in one of those, like, you probably get this way too, because you guys have weirdo schedules. Like, you get that panic when you're like, I, I have to go to sleep. I have yep. to get in bed. Or if I don't get in bed right now, I'm going to. And I was like heading that way, and he goes, uh, Cal's book bag? And I go, can I just did the dishes? <laughs> I had dinner for everyone when you got home. I, can you do one? He goes, your thing, your thing. And I go, I do not sound really good in this example you're giving. <laughs> but you it know, goes it's, both it's, ways. it's not about hanging it over someone's head. But but it's it's like fair and fair. Keep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because again, we see on a good night, we see each other for 45 minutes to an hour or so. So we got to knock out those things to just to make life work, and then we watch Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> and our last one, and actually, I don't want to. B- b- jump in a question here but I think I would love to hear what you guys have to say too because I would would think kind of the third one that we live by um, that might have a twist for you guys with a blended family so we kind of go by the mantra of like us against them put each other first kids come second (laughs) love them to death but like they'll be like oh stay home and we're like nope we're going on a date night like this is our time we're going out together and it's important and I say to our kids too I hope you find somebody when you grow up that you want to go out with instead of hanging out with the kids or whatever it is it's like put your put your you know your own oxygen mask on first right That, that whole same analogy in terms of caring for and about each other before we can care for and about them I'm curious in a blended family does that dynamic change a little bit because it's a little trickier. I would can think. I can I be so honest? Ours Please. are teenagers. They don't want to be with us. Okay. Yeah. They are like, "Please go." Okay. And like, when are no. you coming back? Great. But Good. can you speak to that some anyway? Because I know that that's. I mean, we maybe some of you guys have or are in blended families now, and I feel like that is kind of can be a tricky dynamic. One thing that's about kids, they can. Uh, especially in blended families, they can try to play you against each other. (laughs) So you really have to communicate, 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 and over-communicate because if you two are not on the same page, if you say, okay, yeah, you can go, and she's already said no, now they're playing you against each other. So um, we have to communicate first before we make a decision concerning our family as a whole. And can I, and, and to be honest too, even with mom, 
So it's not just two parents, but it's three. And so all three of us have to be on the same page. And all three of us actually are big advocates of doing family meetings. So we all get together because there are times, too, we have to clear the air because they've been going home and telling mom something. So mom has a story in her head. And when we all sit down together, she's like, that's not how it's been going. This is how they've been, you know, explaining it to me. And so we all have to be on the same page as parents first. Um, And then, so to your point, that is right. It's us against y'all you know and when us three say something then that's it like tupac us against the world right (laughs) but that's our normal you know how many people especially men can sit down with their wife and their ex-wife and say y'all we need to meet (laughs) right that's that's difficult but it took a level of maturity for us not to say we haven't gone through those challenges because moms and their mom and wait what y'all doing over there and we was like oh it ain't like that so it's been moments where it's highs and lows but at the end of the day we have to do what's better for them so let's get on the same page the parents and then say okay kids y'all wrong go to bed for the rest of the night tomorrow too don't even wake up yeah y'all don't put y'all kids Jake, you don't do that you were looking what? shocked uh, no, we chloroform our kids. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. We, need we actually do put I, them down. I sometimes to... pray for them to misbehave so that I can just go, everybody upstairs. No bedtimes, no stories. Everybody, just go to bed. And then we're, and then we're downstairs like, nice Sweet. work. We get 30 more minutes of... Got them. <laughs> I love you, but we'll talk about it tomorrow. You know what you did. Just get upstairs. Like, I actually don't know. Okay, like, wow. Go. All right. You guys are so much fun. I mean, everyone here, yes, it's an intimate environment. We're having a good time. You guys are so balanced in everything, even in personalities. My question is, let's get back to when you were dating. So for some of us women here, um, some women that might be single, actually there's very few single women in here, but um, I feel like with sometimes with you know people that have really awesome jobs, like all of you guys, and then also big personalities, sometimes people can get intimida- intimidated and it takes a strong man and a strong woman to be with someone who has a strong personality. So when you guys were dating, did you ever feel intimidated by the other person? And I love that now yeah, right. you guys are supporting each other in everything that you're doing. So can, yes. can I tell a funny story when I learned that who I was dealing with here? So we were introduced to each other. You may. We were living in New York. And we were introduced by uh, a mutual friend, and it was like the second day we went out. And not to say I had never dated a strong personality or been around strong personalities, but... What? I have... You dated other women? women Earlier in my life. (laughs) And I thought we covered that. Um, And so we are... It's like a Carolina alumni event or something, and we're walking around. It's like Wednesday. Remember when you could go out on Wednesday nights? Remember you could go out on Wednesday nights and get... Uh, have a couple drinks, and then go to work. And just say, I can't even imagine going out on a Wednesday night now. But it was a Wednesday night, and we're just, like, bombing around the city, and we're walking in between buildings. And Paige, uh, just fun fact about Paige, she is a toucher. Uh, so if you're around, you're like, <laughs> you're like, sorry? Like, what? Oh, okay. Uh, so the rest of the group is way ahead of us, and we're walking around, and I'm landing a couple jokes, feeling good about myself. She's like, <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. And I lean in like that, and she goes, don't be a douchebag. And I just sat there like frozen. Like, I felt like I read this right. I felt like she wanted to kiss. You didn't. I read it really wrong. And then she walked, but this was the kicker when I knew. She walked like 20 yards ahead, and she turned around, and she goes, come on. Come on. What are you, like, get over yourself. Let's go. And I was like, 
oh, she's cool. Like, she's cool. She's just like, not now, like probably in a couple weeks, but like, let's go. I'm still having fun. And I was like, this girl's just different. And so that's when I realized I've got a strong personality, yes, but she's got a stronger one in a good way. I, do, I, mean, I got to work on, like, you were landing yours earlier, Fly, and I was like, oh, I'm playing so sweet. I'm like, she's got a strong personality. <laughs> did, you, did you like Jake off? Like at the beginning, did you know you were like something about him? I, I love did. Him. I loved him right away. Like I was you having. Did. I, I know because I know and that never happens. Well, I know, but because well, I had come on. I was dating Roger. Oh, Raj. Jake, Roger. Roger. The Roger. Raj was, was uh, unfortunate. Tell him what you said <laughs> to Lindsay. He was a great dater. He was, yes, that's what, that's what I was about to say. He was a great dater. Like he took, we only went on like three or four dates, but he was like, oh, he's like the perfect restaurant for the first date. And then the, but it was just kind of boring. And like, he was nice, but it was, we went to karaoke on our last, what was ended up being our last date. We went to karaoke with friends and we got there. And my friends, they're so fun. And we're all having fun. And everyone's up there picking songs. And he's like, I'll get everybody around to drinks. Who wants drinks? So he goes, and it's like the right thing to do, right? Like, it's like the lovely just sort of stepping up and being like the take charge. And I was like, and then I was like, what song do you want to do? He's like, oh, I'll just watch. I'll, I'll get the drinks. And I, I just kind of went home that night with my, and I talked to my friend. And I was like, I just want someone who will do karaoke with me. And like, will like be stupid and do a Backstreet Boys song. And like, we'll have as much fun with the, as I do with the girls. So... I broke things off with Raj, like the, and literally the next week. Sorry, Raj. Jake, like, hot stepped into my life. And I was like, I finally had as yes. I was like, I had as much fun with him as I did with my girlfriends. To me, it was like right away. I think because, like you said, we had such a blast together as buds. I mean, I was also super into him from the get go. But for us, it we was... definitely acted like good friends for a month. You put me on ice oh. for a month. <laughs> yes. I understand that. We were buds. <laughs> Had a great time tonight, champ. Exactly. Fist out, Paige. Give me a pound. I'll see you yeah. back in a week, champ. So our story is uh, quite different. Quite different. And I'll let you tell tell the edited version. But FYI, the first time we worked together, it was actually in this room. Right here. Right here. In this room. Was it in? Because this yeah. one opens. This opens right For here. For Hornets thing? Yes. It was here. Yes. Or a different thing. It's meant to be, it guys. It was Hornets. It was yeah. called BuzzFest before. That's why he acted like he didn't know where this was, and I'm giving him directions to get here. I'm like, it's where we met, dude. Stay on subject. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was directly on subject. Yeah. <laughs> in this room, matter of fact. But whatever. So it was right here in this room for a city, for an event called BuzzFest. So, um, really didn't know each other, knew of each other. I had met her one time before. She doesn't remember because she was with. I was dating. Ex. Okay. Someone else. All right. Didn't but I want you, you to tell the story. You. So, going back to being secure with a big personality, tell the story about how you hated on me, how you hated me. His name was Flytie. I didn't pay him a cent of attention. I'm like, why are you naming yourself Flytie? Why are you yay high and you walk around here with this big personality? I, I really, not, even, not only a friend, I didn't like him at all. I, I had this job that I had wanted for so many years. I finally got it. And then just like Dodge shared earlier, our boss came in and said, hey, there's a guy by the name of Flytie. He may guest host with you. Are you down? And, and you have to say what you have to say to your boss sure but I'm like I don't want to work with this guy this is my job I got it by myself and I want to do it by myself she was hate so I really did not like him and then 
we we did the event here. We did have a, a really good time. We had a really, really good time. And so then my boss came back and said, um, that guy, Fly Ty, we're thinking about bringing him on to guest host multiple games for the Hornets. And I was like, for what? Why do you have this guy coming back? So to be honest, I didn't like him at all. I really, it, it was more so of a jealousy thing because he did have a big personality and, and, and the bosses were seeing this in him and I felt like I worked so hard to get here. I didn't, I didn't want him to take that from me. Um, I had to pray that thing off of me. I prayed. I was like, please stop having me be jealous and mean to this guy who could possibly be a great friend. He started helping me and getting me gigs outside of the arena. And then when he started putting money in my pocket, then I started liking him as a friend. So, yeah, so basically we, you know, long story short, we became just friends. We were co-hosts. We were practicing, you know, doing our lines and stuff. And we, we became homies for real. Like, this was the homie. And then the moment that it turned. Huh. <laughs> the moment that it turned. And then I smashed the homie. <laughs> at some point, yes. At some point, at some point, he did. That, that, that was not a useful Smashing the homie. I was thinking, you, yeah, at some point, yeah, because you're my, not supposed to smash the my homie. Point, you it. You're not my point, to. she saw me for who I really was. I'm a genuine person that wants to see the best in you. And obvious, it's obvious that we have great chemistry together. So she opened up her eyes. She she did. She tells this story. Nope. She was holding uh, on to a past relationship. But when she was finally able to let it go, she's like, wow, this amazing man is right in front of me. I'm no longer going to be intimidated by him. And that's why, you know, Meredith, when you asked the question earlier, I think sometimes when we're single, we're expecting someone to be this big, beautiful, perfect person. And I'm actually grateful for that job that I was fighting so badly to get rid of this guy because it, it was our, time, our forced time together that allowed me to see past the fly tieisms and him being short because that really was a problem for me for a long time. Yeah, okay. just to, I'm yeah, not, I'm, the seriously. Because she I said mean, big, amazing guy, she started pointing to Jake. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Jake, you, okay, know? you don't have because to rub it. Think in. about this. I mean, again, you you say I don't want him to be this height. I don't want him to have this kind of money. I don't want him to be fat. I don't want all these things that you say. But because I had to work with him for this amount of time, I I then started to see, wow, this guy is phenomenal. Wow. He has a bigger heart than anyone I've ever met in my life. Wow. He is extremely talented and the list goes on and on and on. And I'm dating these losers out here when I had a really good man in front of me. And so once that light bulb like switched, yeah, then we smashed baby. We smashed. <laughs> Give me some. And then we got married. And honestly, down. we got married like a couple months after yeah. that. Not yeah, too we, long. You did? We le- yeah, yeah, it was like boom, 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 boom. But when has, you know, you just what you waiting for. Let's. I want to add a quick, quick tidbit to this. You have to be secure with the person you are with because there have been women whom I dated before that was like, okay, you're too friendly to everybody. Well, it's my personality. Either deal with it or keep it moving. That's just who I am, and I'm secure enough in myself just know that she knows a lot of guys and she's that touchy feely person she'll hug well i'm the same way so one night when we was out i'll give you our story she knows that i'm just touchy feely i'll hug so i host a lot of events whether it's concerts parties or whatever i used to host at a strip club onyx two dollar twosies anyway <laughs> a young lady came she was like fly tie hi 
ran up to me and hugged me. She hugged me. Okay. She hugged me, but when she hugged me, she wrapped her legs around me like this. <laughs> it was that hug, right? And she was like, don't you ever let that happen again. I was like, what was I? So-? Look, she clapped it. Yeah, I feel like that's Hold on, hold on. Was she just sitting in the strip club with you or what? <laughs> she just sitting in the back? Like, like she's a stripper. So she wrapped the legs around me. I was like, well, what? So, like, all strippers do okay? that when they greet people? What are you trying this to say? what she does. And then, like, I'm a pole. And then you, like, twirled her around, really short too. Pole. It was weird. Next to the stage, Derek. <laughs> I know. Derek. And AKA then he's like. fly tizzles. <laughs> and then he's like, what should I have done? I'm like, let her fall. You're not supposed to pick her up and twirl her. <laughs> Whoa, girlfriend in the car. I don't pick up. But girls. it was communication after that saying there's a lot of people that know me. They may run up to me and show me love. I don't mean anything by it. Okay, I won't let them wrap their legs around me to be respectful. We was dating at the time. We were married. To be respectful, but just understand I have a big personality and I'm going to show love, so you have to be okay with that. You guys are amazing. This is too much fun. Um, well, I wanted to also have some time for Q&A for you guys, so we have time for one or two questions. That's it. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, there's only I mean, one or two of like, you, so until yeah, yeah, yeah. the convention center kicks us out here. But hi, hi, yep. It's for the podcast. Yes. Your glasses are so cute. So yeah. Thank yes. you. Like Thank the you. Plaid. Um, okay, so this was something I grew up hearing both of my parents say. I think I had a very skewed vision, kind of of love and relationships, because there's just kind of a fairy tale, and I just don't think that exists in the world anymore, but that's my cynical thought for the day. Um, but this is something they grew up telling me and my sisters, and it never, ever, ever made sense until now. Now I'm like an adult, and it, and it does, but I want to know if you guys kind of subscribe to this thought as probably one of the three single women in this room. Um, do you think that before you're married, my, my parents have always said this, you're, you're single until you're married. Do you subscribe to this thought? And if you do, how do you kind of navigate? Um, I know Fly Tie, you said it. I'm a very, me and my friend just said it. We're very touchy people. We're very kind of just always, I know everybody in, the, in that kind of humble way. But do you kind of subscribe to this thought that you're single until you're married? And how do you navigate the relationship that you're in with someone um, if you've kind of grown up with that mindset? Hmm. Could you... You say, am I making this up? Have you said that, like, you think there's more than one person for you out there? Yeah, I want to be sure we're yeah. understanding your question. I was going to say, that's where are I Are you asking about, like, the whole soulmate thing, kind of? Like, are you, is there, yeah, what no, do you No, like, exactly? dating, engaged, all that. Like, can I still be dabbling or can I still be open? Because we haven't quite walked down the aisle yet. Is that what you mean more? Like, at what point do you make it exclusive at that type of thing, et cetera? So, go ahead. Is that what you were? No. Oh. Got it. Well, just... Initial thoughts tying in with what you were saying, too. I mean, I do. What Jake was was mentioning is I do think that I don't believe necessarily in the concept of a soulmate. And and I say that thinking Jake is my favorite person in the whole world, and I picked the person that I want to do life with. I cannot imagine picking a person I'd rather do life with, but I think I picked him. I could have picked somebody else, and it probably would have been okay, too. Like, I think that you have a – and I say that in an empowering way in the sense of, like, you have a choice. This is not – so you don't fall in love like, oh, I can't – we actually had a couple on our podcast a couple – couples ago that said we just I mean we were in love like what can you do there's only so much you could do and we were like huh and I said I wish I said that moment sometimes you do have feelings for someone but and you can't help how you feel but you can't help what you do about it you can help if you know that you're married and somebody comes and straddles you you can say 
I'm not comfortable with that. You know, there's, there's things that you allow to happen or don't, but, but I do think, and I think that as far as making it, like you were saying, Jacinda, to where you feel single or then you feel connected or then you feel married and what decisions, like, would you move to a city with someone you're dating or would you only do that if you're married? Right. right. So and those are things you just decide for yourself. Right. Like, but also don't necessarily make a hard and fast rule of that. Cause maybe you guys are really serious and really do love each other. It's not the right time. You do want to move to the city wherever. Like I think regardless, like it's just silly to just, you got to kind of trust yourself and make decisions based on the situation, not on rules that you arbitrary rules that you go, well, I said I was never going to follow a man to whatever. Well, maybe if you do follow each other, it will work. So yeah, it's to your first point. The first, the first thing that you said, like, do what feels right for you, or um, not every couple is the same. Like, so rules like that, I don't know. For us, we just throw them out because you're supposed to beat date someone for a year, and you're supposed to do this, and and that is kind of an old school mentality of like, you know, your ex can still come in and sweep you off your feet as you're walking down the aisle because you're technically not married at all. That you know, if you do subscribe to that, power to you, good for you. But you know, for us, when we fell in love, and when we knew it was, and and fell in love, and fell in friendship, and all that and made the choice um then we were like all right we need to find a the next weekend that we're both available in the calendar so that we yeah, can get married it goes back to create your own normal like for us yes that's what we you dated said. Yep. nine months to which everybody responded wow okay like, okay wow and then we were engaged six months it was like oh gee wow you got like is there is there a problem like no like when you know you know and when you don't you don't and so don't mm. just block everything out that's so good. When you know, you know. When you don't, you don't. It's all about communication. So I do subscribe. You're single until you're married. I'm going to quote Beyonce. If he like it, then he should put a ring on it. Okay? Until then, yeah, I'm dating somebody, but I'm not married. Don't block your blessings. You will attract what you reflect, right? And when a man, when a man not boys, when a man knows, he'll let you know, Right? So many women say they're more concerned with marriage. Is the time right? Guys, um, no, women say, is the person right? Men say, is the time right? We know she the one, but uh, we still want to play a little bit. No, if you're serious about it and you don't want anybody else to be with her, let her know it, but show her by locking it down, period. But we're talking about men. Well, they still here. Don't get it twisted. But they do. That's the until they hear. They don't. They, they don't do. Until they do. Seriously. Now it turns into a relationship topic. Yeah. But if you're running into those kind of men, They're you, not need, for to, you. That's you not need to your switch your circle of friends, period. You know, women say it all the time. Why are men so intimidated? And I'm like, not all men. There are some confident men out there like, I love your red glasses and them red shoes. You got on red thongs? Okay. Don't you know have to answer that. I'm sorry. Please That's what, guys. Well, that was a rhetorical question. Exactly. You not have to yeah. tell but, fly tie about your <laughs> underpants. Fly tie, look at you. But a com- my point is, a confident man will let you know, period. He'll let you, and if he wants more, then he'll communicate. So in me, in me saying, you're single until you're married, I'm also saying, be respectful and communicate that with the person you're with. 
okay, I'm still singing. If you're not going to lock me down, I want to date other people. Just respect. One more question. Yes. Oh, this is going to be a good one. He raised his hand I up feel high. It. I he feel it. Like, Yo, what's up, Fly Tie? All right, so Stephen Furtick mentioned you in a message. You caught hair, too? Man, you do it all. Okay. Trying to hook him up. <laughs> yeah, I, I already He has go. a lot of hair to cut. No, I really want to cut it so bad. So um, I need to get myself a nickname, too. Now I'm thinking about it. All right, what's your name? I'll give you one. A- Ashton. 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 Uh, that's a tough one. Ah, no. Let me but think. Fly oh. tie has nothing to do with your name. Let me think about it. That's, That's a whole nother story. story. Uh, that is a hear about long it. story. Y'all will love it. Point. We need to get together and talk about that on a later date. It's so okay. embarrassing. So anyways, he would be really embarrassed. Anyways, uh, me and my wife have been married for a year and love everything y'all are saying. It's so great. But I can't even imagine adding kids to our busy schedules. So I'm running a podcast, I'm doing YouTube, I'm doing my own business. She works as a nurse. It's crazy. So how do you find time for each other and how do you be intentional with that time? So you make a podcast called Date Night where you get to flex the media thing and let's have fun and build the brand and all that. But then you also literally are on a date with your wife. And truly, like, people are like, oh, that's a podcast. That's a cool idea for podcasts. I'm like, no, it's a life hack. Date night with Jake and Paige is a life hack to have work-life integration. So we say that all the time, and that's like Tony Robbins thing. It's not a Jake and Paige thing. But we say work-life integration. It's our thing. And we're going to walk on coals right after this, and I'm going to... But the, the, not everyone's going to go do that, right. obviously, because we don't need the competition, okay, frankly? No. But not everyone's going to do that specific thing. But the point of that is you you learn to call any time together. That's your quality time together. Again, cre- like if you're if you're watching TV together and the kids are upstairs or the baby's down or the you meet for lunch during the day maybe while you have a babysitter instead of a, an, a date night out. I mean, it's just getting creative, right, right? With Is that how you guys do it too? I mean, in terms of what you think of as long as there is time together and not holding yourself to a crazy high standard of like right. every, however often it has to be this many hours and you have to do this this many times a week and there has to be the, you know everything. It's like... Well, that happened this weekend. So right. one of our things is like Friday is a steel door. Like you're running on fumes already because of her vampire hours that she works. But that is pizza and movie night every night for us. So we just go in. With we, the kids, but we still consider that. <laughs> with 20 other adults. <laughs> we order Hungry Howie's. What? He was Hungry Howie's for grown <laughs> men and women <laughs> with our children. Yes, and our dog. And so we just hang out. And, and so this weekend we had your event last night. And then our friends, Jonathan and Natalie Stewart, they had a big charity event Casual. last night, too. And we tried to just name drop. Yeah. I love it. You did. Just <laughs> I mean, you just go ahead. Well, it was a charity event for underserved youth in the community run by Better. the all-time leading rusher for the Carolina Panthers. Were <laughs> <laughs> other Panthers there. Kyle Allen was there. I, I talked to him. It was... It's fine. It was a normal Friday. So anyway, we said we wanted to do that, and we struggled with it. Truly, we were like, we we're like, oh, we want to do that, but then we've got this thing on Saturday. How? What are we going to do? And and so we like, okay, we're going to break the rule, but like we involve babysitters, and we like legitimately talk to the kids. We're like, we're not going to do family movie night on a Friday. They were less disappointed than I think right. we hoped they would be. Uh, but anyway, the point is, like, I think you guys said intentionality earlier. That's a big piece of what we do, and. 
that's Fridays for us. But that happened this weekend, juggling that. Would you, you've got something. What do you You what? know I do. Okay. Now, true story. Whose wedding are you doing? True, I know, right? Probably somebody famous. They've well. already married. Okay. They're waiting for me. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, true story. So we was invited to that event. They're also uh, great friends of ours. They... It, <laughs> But we had to go to Michael Jordan's instead. We were gonna yeah, MJ yeah, called, yeah, and yeah, yeah. so it was yeah. a pro- you, no you one knew about Oprah that. Was it's just literally pro- run by Jonathan. All right, never yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, she was just no. It was a great event of a, a found of a charity we support called Inspire the Fire. My point is, um, when we text back and forth, we had the kids last night, right? So we stayed at home with them. It's our weekend. We could have went out, right? Sometimes we do go out, but. To your point, you make time for what's important. You say, I can't imagine adding kids to the mix. Trust me, when you got kids, it's not a choice. It works out. It It always works. If it's important to you, then you'll make time for it. And that's with anything in your life. Okay? Um, Now, you heard all the jobs we talked about. But then she said, we do 22 Bible studies a month. It's important to us. So we make time for it. The gentleman who you mentioned, it takes me about 20, 30 minutes to cut a head. I'm with him two hours a week because it's more than a haircut. He's my mentor, so he pours into me. So you make time for what's important. You'll put it on the calendar. Tonight was important to us that we're here because people have invested so much into our lives. We want to just give back a little bit. So I'm here. Although I supposed to be at a wedding right now. <laughs> can I give you? Can I give you advice? If you're gonna have kids, have them in bunches. Just do it all together. Get in the weeds. Get when the it's it's awful. When they're little, you can't go anywhere. It's terrible. They're pooping. They're throwing up. Just do it when it's all in a bunch and rip the band in and get it over with. I disagree. Don't drag it out. I disagree. I disagree. I, disagree. I birthed them all, so I know exactly what I'm talking about. I disagree. The reason why I disagree is because we're about to start another family. Another cue for you guys to clap. Oh. We want to have kids of our own now. Um, And we staggered them intentionally because so we have. Wait, is this a pregnant? Oh, my gosh. I'm not pregnant. Okay. I I didn't know if the open bar, if the bar was to know what I'm not pregnant. We plan to have. That was kids. unclear. Okay. Like, okay. How Let me horrible be clear. did he make the announcement? Or like, did it, was like it really this? like that? Okay. <laughs> On the we, podcast. I was like, are we uh, news? planning to have kids? Ah, okay. Got it. And the reason why I say stagger them because now we got to live in babysitter. We can go hang out. Which, again, proves the point of do whatever works for you. There's no right way. Do what you should do what I said. <laughs> but whatever you plan to do, it's going to be different anyway. So <laughs> Exactly. Just bring them. Just bring them everywhere. The biggest thing is don't you worry about it. it. Just have fun. Enjoy life. Trust God. He got you. You guys will so make time for everything that's important to you. It'll all work out. Couldn't have said it better. Jake, Paige, Fly, Ty, Jacinda. This is exactly why we wanted to have you guys at the very end of EmpowerCon here. Um, it's been an intimate setting. The fact that you guys have been so intentional with your time and that you're here right now and that we've been able to have this kind of conversation here that's very authentic Um, that's what we want to do is have each of you empower each other. You can see how much they invest in each other, but also you guys are really good about investing in yourselves because when you're able to, you know, you're, you're giving so much to all these people, but you also have to take care of yourself at the same time. And I think that's, what's really good about you guys as well as couples, but thank you so, so much for being here. Also want to shout out the team 
and our volunteers, Dean's List team, and some of you guys are volunteers. Yeah. Our speakers that are here. Seriously, can I say, this is really hard. Like what you just pulled off. Seriously, we do events all the time at Movement. These guys host events. This is really, really hard. And so I know how hard you work and how hard you network. So kudos to Meredith and the team. Shout out to you guys. Thanks. Y'all are wonderful. We've had so much fun today. I would love to end this portion in the conference. Also, I love that you're the author of Uniquely Qualified. Each of you are uniquely qualified. You need to check that out. Um, I would love everyone to give each other a hug. And that's how we're going to end today. So just everyone go ahead and give each other hugs. Just and learn just find, your find your neighbor. Find your neighbor. Find your neighbor. I'm a touchy feely person. Oh, Jake. Two second rule, Jake. Two second rule. Oh, <laughs> flat tie. I had to get on the Mmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. For past episodes and more, visit jakeandpage.com or get all up in iTunes or wherever you get your podcast with your fine self sitting on your fine couch. Mm-hmm. Talk to you next time. Mm. Yeah. I said, mm. Yeah.